friends. As you know, this week, Jess, Kylie, and I are doing special mini-sodes in celebration of Dispatcher Week, your favorite week, one full of pizza parties and extra thank yous. I just wanted to say thank you to all my fellow dispatchers. I know how hard your job is, and I see you. It takes a special person to do the job we do. Don't forget how amazing you are, even when you're not getting the thank yous and the pizza parties. Hope you love these episodes as much as we loved making them. Thanks for listening. These are going to be a little bit fun. The first one that we're going to talk about today is what is your favorite frequent flyer story? I'll go first. Yeah. My favorite frequent flyer story was my very first few months I got to go on a ride along and I met one of our frequent flyers in person and the guys were so excited that they actually got a call with her and that I was going to get to go meet her. And she was having a issue. She thought somebody was in her house and they weren't. And she offered a soup, but the <laughs> soup had clearly been sitting out on the counter for a couple of weeks because there was a nice layer of mold on top of it. And we how nice like, of her. No. Yes. We were like, no, we, we don't want your, uh, we're, we're full. We don't need soup. And then one of the officers said, no, ma'am, this soup is clearly old and you need to get rid of it. <laughs> I was like, you can't be mean to her, but he probably saved her life. That is one of my favorite frequent flyer stories. And then we had one lady who would call us every day just to check in. I love her. Just to, just oh, to check I miss in. Her. I haven't I talked her to her too. in forever. Every time I go into work a shift, I hope she calls. She would just call and say, this is where I'm staying and this is what I'm doing. And I hope you have a great day. And I loved talking to her every day. I, I miss talking to her. Oh, and then I have one more. We had a frequent flyer. He's passed away, and I think we were all in shock when he did because we never thought that he would ever be gone. He would call and you'd say, Okay, sir, what are you wearing? And he'd be like, A shirt. He'd be like, Okay, what <laughs> are you wearing? Pants? And he'd be like, Yes. And you're like, Okay, what color is your shirt? I don't know. Red. I'm wearing clothes. <laughs> and then you'd, you'd ask him, Where are you? I'm on Main Street. Okay, but where on Main Street? I'm on Main Street. I'm sitting on the sidewalk. You'll find me. No, what's the cross street? I'm laying on a couch in the rain and you're not helping me. <laughs> he was, he'd be difficult, but you would, it was always, you knew, you knew when you started it was asking harmless. questions. Yeah, it yeah. was obvious, har- harmless. I feel like I, so there's this lady who used to always call into DPS, probably at least once a day to tell us that vehicles were going wrong way when they weren't going wrong way, but just the roundabout area and it made it look like they were going wrong way. <laughs> and uh, you knew her voice instantly and she'd always say, I'm so-and-so from this town. I'm calling about a wrong way. And it literally got to a point where we were documenting every time she called because we had talked to her, you know. A lot. And I'll never forget that I actually met her in public, like a a different place, like in person. And I knew instantly who she was because of her voice, because I had talked to her so many times. (laughs) And I was like, oh my God, it's so-and-so from so-and-so. I like repeated it. (laughs) And there's been frequent callers or people who we get calls for at the center we were at. And now in my position, now I've met them in person a few times. And it's just funny how it's come full circle. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know I'd ever meet you in real life. But here we are. (laughs) Oh, I completely... (laughs) 
<laughs> Kylie gets that. I completely understand. <laughs> I remember my first run-in with one of my favorite frequent flyers. I was my first week of phase one phone training. So phase one phone training is the non-emergency lines. And so you're handling the like less priority stuff. I was still sitting at the same desk as my trainer. And she's listening off of my calls. I, of course, didn't recognize the woman's voice. But I answer the call and my trainer does and she stops listening and she just goes, you can handle this. You're fine. And this was like maybe my fifth phone call ever. And so I'm like so nervous. And so I'm going through doing my little brainy thing, unsure of what I'm doing. And this woman was calling to say that someone broke into her house. And she knew that because she had taken the batteries out of her clock and they broke into the house and put batteries back in her clock. And then the money that she had in her coin purse that she was going to go buy a beer and then go to the movies with, her quarters were gone and they were moved to her bath. Bathroom. <laughs> and she is so, she's my favorite frequent flyer. She's so. Is she everybody's favorite? I think so. Yeah. You can't say, okay, because that's for Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. So anytime you're like, okay, sure, we'll get somebody out there. Okay, Oklahoma. Oh, shoot. Okay. I can't say, I can't say that. Alrighty and then. then. She would. <laughs> yeah, right. I understand. She would also get into kicks where she would spell. The second time I ever talked to her, she would talk so fast. And she'd be like, are you on your computer? Are you looking at your computer monitor? M-O-N-I-T-O-R. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> is you know, I had a call. It wasn't like a frequent, but you're talking about like what she's saying. It was this one lady who called in to tell me that she was in a car with an alien and his name was Fred. And I will never forget <laughs> that call. I was like, I don't, I don't even know if I oh. took it but i know we played it in the room because we were all like what sometimes That's people funny. say things and you're just like okay don't say okay though i don't, don't say, say okay. okay. Jess, was I working I with you know, that night when that one drunk lady called in and said she got an Uber on Snapchat? Yes. And then she said, oh my God, you're such a bitch. And then hung up on me. And I was like, ma'am, I am just trying to help you. And I was like, ma'am, that's not that's how not Uber how works. It's <laughs> not how any that's of this stranger. works. Yes. <laughs> the one that you were talking about, Kylie, that would call in to check in. I so enjoyed talking to her every day. And there was times where not every Everybody enjoyed talking to her. There are some people that just kind of don't have the patience to handle something that needs a little different care. But anytime we would get her, sometimes just to have a conversation with her, she's going to go to her friend's house and then they're going to go to the laundromat and then she's going to check in here and then she might, you know, stop over here. And I remember it was because we all were still working together peak COVID when COVID hit. And she would call in and she'd be like, my friend said that I can't go over and do laundry because they say that I have COVID and I know that I don't have COVID. And I was like, it sounds like you don't need them to be your friends anymore. <laughs> you need better you friends. Just, you could just have an honestly good conversation with her. She responded so well when you were nice to her, too. Like, she'd call in, hey, it's so-and-so. Hey, so-and-so, how are you doing today? You could just tell that sometimes she was on guard, mm -hmm. how people were going to respond. And so as soon as you were nice to her, she was, like, so pleasant. She's, back. like, the sweetest yeah. human. There's another one that I won't forget where different caller, they would call in all the time for many different reasons. <laughs> oh, God. Nine times out of ten, they didn't need response. Oh, but no. when they would call for... <laughs> 
a I medical situation. Yep, I was like, oh god, I know where this is going. When they would call for a medical situation, we kind of can't deny that. If you call for medics, we're gonna send you medics. But there was one particular time where this person was said that they were having some sort of reaction, allergic reaction. So I'm going through EMD, which is emergency medical dispatching, which is a protocol that has questions that you ask to determine how quick medics need to get there. And one question is like, if you were stung or something like that, and he mentioned bees, and I asked, I asked him if he was allergic to bees, and his answer was, "Well, I don't like them," <laughs> and I just, it's my favorite. I, I just. <laughs> That's not the answer. I don't either. I'm all, but I'm not allergic. That doesn't. Well, I don't <laughs> like them. That's great. Like Are you them. allergic to bees? I don't like them. Cool. <laughs> me either. Are you allergic? <laughs> I actually took a medical call for him when he was actually having a legitimate, a legitimate medical call, and that's why I, we always send them. Yep. And he was like in the middle of nowhere and I, or not middle of nowhere, but he was like in the middle of our town and I had to use phase two, which is the GPS because he couldn't tell me where he was. And the firefighters had called, one of the firefighters had called up and he was like, seriously? And I was like, yeah, you got to go. Like, he sounds real weird. Like, he's not yeah. having a good this day. This isn't, this isn't his normal. He sounds weirder no. than his, his normal weird. His, his normal. And they got there and they, he was having a legitimate issue and he called up there like good call and i was like this is why you guys have to go every this is single why you time go <laughs> we don't know we don't know if it's real or if it's not real that's um, a game that's too dangerous for us to play <laughs> right but just as soon as you started talking about him i knew exactly oh i did too we were about. i was like oh god <laughs> there's uh, those yeah. phone numbers those phone numbers on non-emergency, when we got to be able to see the phone numbers coming in, where you would look over and you'd see it and you'd just be like, Ugh. And you'd be like, can someone else answer this, please? They're great. We'll move on to our next one. Okay, let's see. Yeah, so what future tech do you wish was a real thing? So, you know, things from movies or something that you wish that dispatchers had available. Oh, I was just going to say I wish radios worked. (laughs) Ow. Yeah. (laughs) I wish that you could, A, teleport an officer somewhere, like Star Trek, where you could just teleport and and they say, just get here, and they just show up. That'd be great. And they'd be there. (laughs) Um, the, The driving aspect would be gone. I also wish that like you see in movies where they're like typing all fast and they can like they can see the license plate real clear or they can see like instant like somebody says I'm in the parking lot of Safeway and then they know exactly what Safeway and exactly where they're at in that Safeway parking lot in like two seconds yeah I wish that was real I wish which this is probably something that will happen in the future I wish we had access as soon as they turn on their body cams I wish we could see that that would be cool that'd be really cool so we could know what's going on yeah because that way you know there's certain protocol we have to follow as dispatchers where certain priority calls three minutes in you have to check code for you have to make sure your units are okay that's that was what we did for our center if you've got a high priority situation or something like that and you know that they're busy on scene you check code four they don't always have a hand or opportunity to touch their radio and say that they're code four this way i can just look and see what's happening or you hear scuffling or something like that you can tell you know if they're in a foot pursuit and they can't get you can't understand what the description is because they're (laughs) 
trying to breathe over the radio, you can say like, oh, I can see from your body cam the guy's wearing a white shirt and black shorts. But you can tell if they're in a fight. You can tell like what's going on. I think that would be really helpful as far as like keeping communication and lines clear between patrol and dispatch. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I also really think that it would be cool, like kind of going off of what Kylie said, using the like super high tech satellites that get the live image of like a property or something so you could like where they are typing really fast and they can zoom in and it's like and you can see like what the parking lot looks like and you're like oh yeah there's that person right there i wish our maps worked and then we could get the (laughs) high-tech satellite (laughs) you mean you wish you had a map that wasn't five years old because the map (laughs) update actually happened regularly yeah i don't know (laughs) and then and then my last one my last one that i always talked about how i thought it was be so cool is kind of along the lines of like Tony Stark's computer how it was all it all worked around his hands instead of like a desk or something like that I wanted to be able and this is this is probably bad since people are just listening and not looking but I wanted to have a giant screen in front of me and be able to reach up kind of touch screen almost reach up touch the call and like toss it like swoop it and toss it over to the responding officer and like take that and push it over there and like I wanted the big Tony Stark dark computer thing that'd be cool that would be way cool cool. did you guys hear about i saw something in the news about officers being able to hear 911 calls as they come in no did you see that like you were saying like seeing the body cam footage when they're on scene i wish they could also in some ways hear exactly what we're doing because sometimes they don't understand i don't know how many times i've been on the phone with a dv call and toning it out and listening to the officers at the same time while trying to talk to my caller and keep them calm you know what i mean it'd just be cool if they also knew what we were doing and then you don't have to give that description because they're hearing it like you can reinforce it but you don't no, have to you know to give, you're gonna have to give that description eight times because they're not gonna listen yep that's that's so my thing that is yeah. their brains are going in so many different directions they're driving to the call they're thinking about what they're gonna do when they get there everything else that i'm like they hardly listen to me why would they listen to a 911 call too i just thought it was kind of cool it's very cool it's really very cool cool. that's really awesome on that note maybe they need to make like i don't know hearing aids that make them actually pay attention (laughs) to you or something yeah i've had calls like that where they where you're giving them a description and they ask for it like eight times and i'm like it literally hasn't fucking changed since the last time i said it but okay (laughs) here you go (laughs) or you air the information and then they come back directly after and ask for something that you just told them about Wait, you know what my favorite is? Is when you're like, I have a vehicle fire here, blah, 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 blah. And then they're like, did you call fire? It's fire and route. What is your favorite dispatch week memory? So my last year there as for dispatch week as a supervisor, I actually wasn't even going to be there. So... I was going to be on vacation for Dispatcher's Week, but I still wanted to help out. And one of the things we wanted to do was to do like a, not quite a scavenger hunt, but it was like we had, the uh, the group was broken up into teams and the teams had to try and collect uh, a suit of cards. We had playing cards and each team was given a suit. And how we were going to do that was different people throughout the department were going to have a card and it It was to encourage dispatchers to like go and like talk to other people outside of dispatch. And we had come up with that idea. And the only thing we needed was we needed engagement from people outside the department, outside of dispatch. 
And I was really nervous that we weren't going to be able to pull it off because we had kind of been given the impression that we weren't supported a lot of the times. But I was hopeful. I reached out to certain people that I knew were friendly with dispatch and things like that. So I sent out an email and I explained everything that we were doing. Hey, I was like really trying to be delicate about it. Like, listen, all you have to do is have these cards at your desk. And if somebody asks you for them, you can just give them out. That's all you have to do. And I was shocked by the positive response that I got. So I sent out the email, hey, dispatcher week is coming up and this is what we want to do. We're hoping that you'd like to be involved. And I didn't get a single no. There were some people that didn't respond to my emails, but that's pretty typical for the people that didn't respond. They don't respond to any emails. So it was overwhelmingly positive back. And not only that, it was like, hey, I can bring in barbecue one day. What do you guys want? And it was, hey, what other thing can I do? Like, what days are it? Let me bring in stuff. And I realized that the perception that the department wasn't there for us was being skewed, that literally all we had to do was reach out and ask. And people were there to help us and to celebrate us. And I was just the the positivity that came back i was shocked and and so surprised and it went over really well and people had a lot of fun and and there was also we did um hidden we did had printout of like a dispatcher decal headset that we hid around the department and because i was on vacation during that time i would get text messages but like i can't find it where is it and i'm like i'm not telling you you got to look for it or it was like, I can't find who has the, the queen. I can't. We have every card except the queens. Like, I'm not telling you. I remember you. I could not figure out who had the queen for my group. And finally, finally, our deputy friend, like, gave me the hint, but it was too late. We had ah. already turned to everything. I was like, you're a jerk. He's like, Kylie, I had been telling you, like, all week. And I was like, no, no, in your head, you had been telling me all week. But it, your your hints, your hints sucked. Like, they didn't make sense and I didn't get it. Your hints so, were bad hints. They were bad hints. I think my favorite dispatch week. Wow. There is a lot. There's a lot of dispatch week. One one year, um, I think that was one of my favorites was like the scavenger hunt. And then one year they did it where we had to solve a murder. That one was really cool. And then I think, I think I can tell you the one thing that I hated was what our old call manager would make us do was riding those trikes because we used to have to ride him through detectives and we would do it when they were working. And I used to feel like so bad that you had all these dispatchers crashing into the wall and riding through detectives while they're like talking to some victim's they're family. Like doing casework. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Dispatch week was always, it was always fun. And when once I became a supervisor, it was like a little bit more fun because I got to, like you get to help plan it and put it together mm-hmm. and talk to everybody about it and... I always wanted to put like a little extra, like 110% into it instead of just like 100% so that it was just a little extra special that week for everybody. Because again, appreciation, right? And it's it's actually a week yeah. meant for dispatchers. So uh, I think the scavenger hunt last year was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun doing that with the pictures and writing notes and leaving them for people like positive notes and stuff and then taking pictures of that. I thought that was really cool. Um, we didn't really do dispatcher week at DPS. Like we didn't do anything fun. So it was kind of cool when I switched over to do fun activities. We did have one year where we had to come ride those trikes with you guys and I was wearing a dress. So that was horrible. Oh no. But I liked when we played the Wii game against each other. That was cool. (laughs) 
Um, you remember that? That was the year that we did the tricycles and the drunk goggles. And I remember I remember being told it was optional. And if I didn't want to ride the tricycles, I didn't have to. And then I got yelled at and I was told I had to because I was on a team. And if I didn't do it, then my team wouldn't get the points. So then I remember riding that tricycle as slow as I could around this track. <laughs> just so I didn't crash into anything. And my comp manager was so mad at me. She was like, you are such a brat. And I was like, I know I got to go back to work, though. So I think I was pregnant uh, that year, too. So I was pregnant and wearing oh, a skirt no. and wearing sandals. Oh, no. And we didn't even know. you. I think your comm manager called over and said, oh, can you guys come over here? And they were like, oh, send Brittany and some other person. And I was like, no, I don't want to no. go. <laughs> don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to go. I wear a skirt today. Uh, yeah. To all you dispatchers, thank you for what you do. Because we know. We know how we know. you are. 